0: he guys nothing. You hear me? They please just like we do. Yes, sir. They sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yes, sir. God, I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hear him. Okay, then, let's play. But they're us, too. They're us, too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. screen that was my fault oh welcome into the rob bro show i am rob bro i am the host you are the co-host text in 806-855-3712 a couple of prompts for you today we will continue the favorite sports moment or game from 2022 go over a few of my favorites as well you can also always continue the helmet stickers if you want to give a helmet sticker Oh, Ryan Hyatt's Raiderland Helmet sticker, you can do it on the Rob Bro show as well. Text in 8068553712. You can also text in your favorite family Christmas tradition. Do you open gifts on Christmas Eve? Is there a special meal you do? Do you eat tamales? Do you stay up and watch a certain movie on Christmas Eve? Do you make a certain kind of cookie and decorate them? Whatever you do, what is your favorite family Christmas tradition? If you're the first one to say Christmas Eve gift on Christmas Eve, do you get to open a present? Do you get to open one gift early? What's your favorite family Christmas tradition? We'll do that on the show today, too. Uh, just uh, about a week away from Christmas, it is the 2019th, <laughs> tomorrow is the 20th, it's going to feel like Christmas later in the week, as far as the temperature goes, some single digit temperatures for the lows later in the week, the Fort Worth Bowl, the Armed Forces Bowl, there at TCU's Amon G. Carter Stadium. At 6.30 on ESPN Thursday between Baylor and Air Force is going to be 9 degrees, maybe. At least that's the low in Fort Worth that day. Certainly not going to be a horn affair. Can you imagine? Now, I know that Texas Tech is playing in a, a stadium they've played in recently. And NRG is... It's an NFL stadium. It's fun to go to NRG, I'm sure. I'll be there. It'll be a good time. But as far as like destinations, to go to a place you've been before, and that's indoors, so it doesn't matter much, but it will be rainy that week, allegedly, according to the 10-day forecast. The just, oh, man. NRG is what it is, but it's way better than going to a Big 12 opponent stadium. We talked about, uh, with Don Williams in the last hour, about maybe having a Lubbock Bowl. Can you imagine TCU or Oklahoma getting to 6-6 six and six and having to play, I don't know, Fresno State in Lubbock? And again, I'm not uh, I'm not slamming Lubbock. I'm not slamming the Jones. It's just you could be in Orlando. You could be at Jerry World in Dallas. You could be in Las Vegas. You could be in the Bahamas. But you're having to play in an opponent's stadium. Could you imagine the Stillwater Bowl? If Texas Tech had to go to the Stillwater Bowl or the Waco Bowl, you don't even get to leave the state. Now, if it was the Waco Bowl and players got to come from out of state to go to Waco, maybe. If it's the Armed Forces Bowl and players get to come in from out of state and get to experience Fort Worth, then maybe. I'm sure Air Force is going to have a great time in Cowtown. Funky Town's going to show them. A good time, but to be Baylor, and to drive on a bus to Fort Worth, it just doesn't seem like much of a reward. Let's go to the text line eight oh six eight five five three seven one two. Uh, This texter apparently missed out on the show. That would have been a great text to have maybe at 11.05 instead of 12.56. Nothing I can do about it now. Uh, And then my favorite sports moment this year is when Texas Tech won against Ole Miss in the bowl game with a double-digit win. That'd be a really good, strong finish to the year. We also talked about that uh, kind of aspect of the bowl game, Texas Tech versus Ole Miss. Who who does it mean more for? And quite honestly, national perspective-wise, I really do think it would mean a great deal more for Texas Tech to beat Ole Miss. Now, here locally, I don't think we look at Ole Miss as a premier program or a program that is way above... Texas Tech, but I think nationally, the whole, it's the SEC, it's the Big 12, it's a mediocre Big 12 team versus a pretty good SEC team because national media doesn't pay attention to how seasons finish, but this is a pretty hot Texas Tech team versus a pretty cold Ole Miss team, and I know momentum doesn't carry on without playing for a month, a month, but nationally, I think people would raise their eyebrows more if Texas Tech beat Ole Miss than as if, if Texas Tech lost to Ole Miss. Now, that's how the lines settle. Ole Miss will be the favorite. Uh, Ole Miss might close as five, six-point favorites. It would be surprising if it went the other way. Um... But in the locker room, you also get a chance to maybe have a little revenge on Zach Evans, if you could shut out Zach Evans for the afternoon after what he did to you in Lubbock last year with TCU. And I guess you do think of program momentum locally, but I don't think anything can hinder that that momentum. I think in the building it probably won't mean much either way to either team. And that's after signing day, that's kind of independent of what's happening with transfers. It's not going to hurt recruiting. You're not going to look back at this bowl game and say it spurned on or killed any momentum for Texas Tech locally, but nationally, and again, I'm rarely pro Big 12 guy, I'm not leading Big 12 chance or anything, but anytime a Big 12 team beats an SEC team in a bowl game... It just means more. It just means more. All right, we're going to take an early break here. When we come back, we will talk more about the Texas Tech recruiting class. It is signing day this week. There is some wind in the wire about some flip miss action, three commits from over the weekend maybe more coming a few not signing lots of action going on with that so we'll get into that we'll get into more we'll do christmas traditions and favorite sports moments from 2022 all that and more on the Rob bro show talk 103.9 news money sports Soul, with a corn corncob pipe and a button nose And two eyes made out of coal Frosty the snowman Is a fairy tale, they say Welcome back made of snow But the children know How he came to life one day There must have been some magic in This, this is amazing This is amazing And I, uh This yeah okay. This from a texter. My favorite Christmas tradition started about four years ago. Me and my mom called it "knife in a box." We would set up the empty boxes in a line and take turns throwing a Bowie knife at them. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. Uh, He does continue. My mom passed the week before Christmas last year, but I have to continue the tradition absolutely. Helmet sticker to uh, to her. He finishes, love you, mom. I would love to see this take place. And I'm assuming you're talking about the like the empty gift boxes. And then you're just chunking a Bowie knife around. Is this going indoors, outdoors? Is it a Bowie knife that's purchased and then you get to break it in by throwing it at boxes? That seems like a really cool tradition. If you have a Christmas tradition with your family or otherwise, you can text it in 806 855 I hear people all the time say, you know, oh, we watch that movie every year with our family. Um, we generally catch a Christmas movie or two during the Christmas season with my family, but I wouldn't say we watch a certain movie every year. There are very few movies that I want to watch once a year. I like to mix it around. If there was a Christmas movie that I would want to watch with my family every year, it would probably be The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Not that I think that's the best Christmas movie, but... I feel like that's kind of captures my childhood. That's in the wheelhouse. And... That goes back to what we're doing there with, like, in my youth, watching that movie. Elf is another good one, but, again, not really. I came later in my life. Uh, this text, Merry Christmas, Rob. Merry Christmas to the texter. My favorite sports moment this year was beating Oklahoma in overtime and then rushing the field after. Hopefully we see another dub next week. Yeah, Absolutely. And I do think it's really important for Texas Tech to be in this game to get an eighth win. Um, We talked about a lot of wins over the, the course of that season this year, the 2022 season, where you're getting to a conference win total you haven't done in a while, where you're getting to a season win total you haven't done in a while, where you're making a bowl game, where you're in the Texas Bowl for the first time since 2015. This would just be another one of those kind of momentous moments where you can say this is the first time since 2013 where you finished 8-5. and five. That was after a Holiday Bowl victory. A texter continues, what's your Christmas wish list and does Kyle deserve a lump of coal? A little bit harsh there with Kyle, I... I think he deserves whatever is on his list. Um, I don't know what would be on Kyle's list. Kyle, the grammar gaucho of the pair of gambling gauchos. Really, trio now with Ryan Mainville added into the mix. Kyle Jacobson's Christmas wish list probably does not involve Cole. I don't know that Kyle is a man who believes in Santa Claus or Christmas spirit. Like I do, but I would say he will probably get something better than coal. Though the traditionalist in him might want coal. Maybe he could take that and use that uh, to his benefit. Kyle, uh, a silver lining guy as always. My Christmas wish list would be if I could go crazy, you know, You know what, I don't. you can't uh, give a wish list and, and then uh, then expect it to happen. Is that like uh, telling your birthday wish after you blow out your candles it doesn't work? I'll tell you in the new year what I wish for. How about that? Same Bowie knife every year, and yes, old boxes outside the house after the kids have ransacked the presents from them. Okay, still cool. I'd like to just set them up on the mantle and just start chunking it at the brick. Same Bowie Knife every year. That is really cool. I couldn't tell if that text was serious at first. Um, But I don't think that's something you can make up. I really do like that. And again, uh, that's a great memory to continue after someone passes. I I still meticulously unwrap my gifts because that's how my granddad did it. Uh, I would take him forever. He didn't want to rip any paper. Uh, I also like to ask... As soon as anyone comes in the house, where's my gift? Because that's what he would do. It's like he didn't care anything about about you coming. <laughs> he did. It was just a joke. But like, ah, that's a big that's a big group of gifts. Where's mine? What's my gift? Oh man, love that guy. Rest in peace, Shorsh. Um. Another family Christmas tradition, opening Christmas pajamas on Christmas Eve is my favorite tradition. Looking forward to making new ones with my wife. First Christmas together. Well, congratulations to you. Congratulations on the wedding. Congratulations on uh, a new tradition, maybe starting this year in Christmas pajamas. I was never the family who uh matched on Christmas. <laughs> My uh my mom brought the idea up a few times. We kiboshed that one pretty quick. Not that I wouldn't if if they were presented to me I would play along, but I'm I I don't think I would uh actively try to match pajamas with anyone. It's not my style. Uh oh good. I'm glad we have a source on this. This from the text line. Uh, source says Kyle is a big Christmas guy. He's already seen about six Christmas movies this year with more to come. I would like to know from that source, uh, maybe a top five Christmas movies that he's expecting to watch. Is he a classics guy? Does he like new Christmas movies? Um, I've heard Kyle's a big uh, musical guy. I wonder if he likes any musical Christmas movies. Uh, I would also assume that Kyle is a big Hallmark movie guy. And he gets surprised by the twist every time, which, you know, credit to him for sticking in there and and not getting the twists every time, but it's good to be surprised sometimes. Uh, This texter, it's a wonderful life plus playing board games based on the movie. The board game based on the movie is a Christmas tradition for this texter. I did not know that there was a wonderful life board game. I have never heard that. And my family... You know what? If there was a Christmas movie we all watched together, it probably in most Christmases I would say we do watch that movie at least once. My parents have some Christmas traditions without us, like uh, they always watch the the bells of St. Mary's. I mean, I guess that's just on us for not wanting to watch it with them. But uh, the bells of St. There's like a flying nun one. I all these. I mean, look again, era and whatnot. Uh, this texture Kyle has bailed from Hallmark movies and moved on to the Great American Country Channel. If the level one source for Kyle wants to call in, he can. Uh 866 984 5326 984 5326 I don't want him to feel like the source. I don't want the source to feel like we're piling on here without him. Uh, also, he's more than welcome to come up here any any of the next two days. I know he's, uh, he's not busy. The source. The source on Kyle would not. I don't think he's busy. He's doing all kind of research today, um, the sources. Uh, source says Kyle likes these Christmas movies. Again, this is just a source. Um, one, Home Alone. Two, Home Alone 2. Three, The Grinch. I, I would like clarification if that was the cartoon The Grinch or the Jim Carrey Grinch. Both good in their own ways. Uh, four, The Santa Claus. 5, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Uh, And then the source says, sounds like a guy who can balance the classics with more modern hits. Uh, The last source about the Hallmark movies did not come from Kyle's source. Oh, and then he pre-clarified the Jim Carrey Grinch. The source did. This, This is not coming from Kyle. This is a level one source, I believe. With a similar area code to Kyle, so we'll see if that uh, ends up being Kyle or not. Time for another break here on the Rob Broach Show. It is one thirty. If you want to text in your favorite Christmas traditions with your family, you can one eight six six. That's the calling. You can call too 1866-984-5326. nine eight four five three two six. Let's open up the phones. Why not? You can also text in. 806-855-3712. 806-855-3712. Man, when you start saying multiple numbers, my brain cannot handle that. I need one number that I can read. 806-855-3712. Christmas traditions, best sports moment of 2022, and more on the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 News, Money, Sports. All oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. And since we've no place to go, let it snow, let it snow. Let Welcome it back, snow. it's Rob Rocha. This show. This show has been a good one today. You can text in 806 3712 Best sports moment of 2022. Some more submissions. Rolling in on that one. We'll get to those. I have a couple of my own as well. Uh, This texter, so you're saying no to gambling gauchos matching pajamas? Yes, unequivocally, unequivocally, I'm saying no to matching pajamas with Kyle Jacobson and Ryan Mainville. No offense to them, my beloved cohorts at gambling gauchos. I will not be matching pajamas with them or anyone else. Uh, This just says planes, trains, and automobiles. I'm guessing that's a Christmas tradition. Uh, with his family, another Christmas tradition for this texter, for approximately 30 years we have a breakfast at our house around 10.30 to 11 a.m. with our immediate family that includes kids, their wives, grandchildren, and our parents. table will be smaller this year as our youngest just had his son born over a month ago and are staying in Houston. We will get to see them after Christmas, maybe at the bowl game, if I think uh, this is who I think it is. I love the Christmas breakfast. Cooking up uh, some eggs, biscuits, milk, and coffee. Some best sports moments of 2022 might be recency bias, but the ending to the Pats Raiders game was incredible. (laughs) That is recency bias, though it was... Something that we've never seen before. When the clock hit zero against Texas in Austin. It's got to be basketball. Sweeping Chris Beard. That combo uh, is one of the great... That was one of my favorite sports memories of the year. That was in February. February 19th, I believe, was that game in Austin. And if you're looking at just pulling in sports memories, to be in Arlington watching Tech baseball, the night before you had a walk-off against Michigan, a bunch of Tech fans celebrating that, then we wake up the next morning for an 11 a.m. tip-off against Texas, and we're all at Texas Live. The bar upstairs is packed with Red Raiders. You're watching it with, I don't know, 300 of your greatest friends. Then you go outside, and the whole lobby downstairs is full of Red Raiders. There's probably thousands of Red Raiders at Texas Live, and... It was a great experience. And then you got to beat Texas in Austin to sweep them for the season after the whole fiasco with the tickets in Lubbock. You beat them, and then you had the fiasco with tickets in Austin. You beat them there, too. Just that sweep was a lot of closure. Just talk about sports moments in general. To be there at Texas Live watching that game, to beat them twice after your coach left for their program. a Kind of a, a bitter rival for that season and beyond. Uh, of course, I doubt he'll be there, Chris Beard, for the next game. So I don't think it'll be quite as sweet beating Rodney Terry twice. Kurt Wilson's walk-off grand salami. The walk-off steal uh, Kyle and I were there for, that was awesome. And then to have a walk-off Grand Salami the next day, that's also awesome. Uh, that is, that texture says, uh, if we're talking Texas Tech specifically, and I said Texas Tech or otherwise, then he doubles down and says, all right, yeah, Kurt Wilson's walk-off Grand Slam. Uh, this texture says uh, the Rangers tying, <laughs> signing DeGrom, and the USA tying England 0-0. Zero Imagine that being your country's main sport and then tying the USA. Uh, Tech beating Texas and Oklahoma in the same year, tied with beating UT in basketball in Lubbock and the crowd atmosphere. Josh Young's first home run, that was awesome. That was awesome. And that's the first big league home run. First big league at bat. uh, Pretty special. And a great at bat, just fighting back and then hitting a home run pretty awesome. Another Kurt Wilson submission for the walk-off and stealing home. 1A, 1B for me in that order. And it's the same weekend. Back-to-back games. Friday night you have a walk-off steal. Saturday you have a walk-off grand slam in a game that finishes 16-12 to and there were huge leads either way. Otherwise, just a great game. But to have it be the game after the other game, where you don't score for seven innings and then have a a player get on and then get you over and there was an out to get him to third and then he steals home because the guy's just staring at his glove. Pretty awesome. Uh, more texts off the text line. I think this is from a source close to Kyle again, Kyle Jacobson, co-host of the Gambling Gauchos. A Vikings NFL record 33-point comeback. That was really awesome. And I'll take myself out of it. That that was really awesome. It didn't matter much. I mean, the Vikings could have lost out and won that division. Uh, But pretty cool to clinch your division on that kind of comeback. It would have been even funnier if they tied and clinched the division anyways, but pretty cool to do that. Best 2022 Texas Tech sports moment, the overtime win versus Texas in football. Close second was Beard's return in February. And again, that whole weekend was awesome because the night before, you have the bus moment with Brock Cunningham kind of throwing up the hookum with the crowd raining down on him. Pretty awesome. Best Christmas tradition I used to enjoy was just ditching the chaotic family Get together and going to the movie theater and watch a couple of movies or take a nap till everyone left. Now I'm married and embracing new traditions like watching movies in the family room. I really enjoy going to the movies on Christmas or in that kind of window. I feel like that's a good time. I do. Uh, My Christmas tradition is I've been watching a Christmas story ever since I was 10 years old. Now at 43, I still watch and My wife and kids hate it with a passion, so sometimes I'll leave it on TNT through the whole marathon. (laughs) Uh, I don't hate that movie with a passion, but I I would put it in my top five most overrated Christmas movies. Again, I, I think that thing feels like it's three hours. It's an hour and a half. And once you've seen it once, I don't know that you need to see it again. But if that's one of your favorites, that's one of your favorites. Uh, the Texas uh, Texter says, We have to beat Ole Miss if we ever want to be in the SEC League in a couple of years. I don't... I. Uh, uh. Sorry, this just broke my brain a little bit. Texas Tech has to beat Ole Miss if Texas Tech ever wants to be in the SEC league in a couple years. Texas Tech has to beat Ole Miss, who finished either 0-4 or 1-3 in SEC play, if Texas Tech ever wants to be in the SEC. Well, then I hope Texas Tech loses. I I do not understand the obsession with getting to the SEC. The playoff is expanding. Just dominate the Big 12. Why do you want to go be a loser in the SEC? Well, you can compete with the SEC, okay, but why? Why? go? It's more money. You're not getting a cut, are you? Why do fans care how much money Texas Tech makes? Like, legitimately, why do fans care? Like, after $50 million, what are you doing with it? What Seriously, what are you doing with it? You can't spend it on NIL. You have to have boosters spend NIL money. There's only so many facilities you can build. Like, legitimately... What's the difference between 50 and $80 million in an athletic department? Like, legitimately. Once you hit a certain number, what else do you need? Is Vanderbilt outpacing Texas Tech because they make more money? Is Purdue? Is Rutgers? Is Maryland? Are they outpacing Texas Tech? Oh, we need to be in the SEC. No, we don't. Stop. Stop with that national perspective. You are a Texas Tech fan. Be where your feet are. Enjoy the Big 12. Dominate the Big 12. Make the playoff from the Big 12 and compete from the Big 12. Why do we always say, well, if we need to be in the SEC? No, they don't. They don't. They don't need to be in the SEC. Will they make more money? Who cares? Are you getting a cut? Do you get commission from a from Texas Tech being in the SEC? I don't understand the fans' obsession with that. All right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, more Christmas traditions. I'm trying to be in the Christmas spirit today. I, so I got a little triggered there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to the texture. You just have an opportunity to dominate the Big 12, and people are still obsessed with going to the SEC. I don't understand it. We're getting rid of Oklahoma and Texas. Just be where your feet are. Focus on dominating the Big 12 and making the Big 12 better instead of going and being Mississippi State in the SEC West and going 7 and 5. Namaste. We'll be back after this Rob Bro show. Christmas traditions and otherwise here on the show 806-855-3712 we'll be right back on the rob bro show talk 103.9 news money sports christmas tradition Welcome back into the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9 news, money, sports. In response to why I don't want to be in the SEC because I don't care about making 20 more million dollars, Texter says, why do you care about the puff then? Uh, I don't have enough time right now to get into this, but I promise to get into this. But just in my one-minute answer, and I'll try to keep it to a minute, is that is based on principle. That is West Texas money funding for decades an Austin University and its university system and a college station university and its university system. And the language in that is it should benefit the public universities. Is Texas Tech a public university? Also, that is a university fund, a public university fund for the university. The SEC money is an athletic payout that helps the athletic department. So, for one, apples and oranges. For two, the principle of it being a public university fund. And that's a minute, so I'll stop. Uh, This texter... 80 million versus 50 million is a lot. No, it's not. Our facilities always need to be maintained and upgraded. Same for your home. NIL doesn't upgrade facilities. College football will move to one league soon, and you want to be in that league. Okay, I just I agree to disagree. I'm not going to get into that again. I don't have time right now. Agree to disagree. The playoff is expanding, people. You Just stop with that going to be in one league thing. This isn't the NFL. It's college football. The NCAA will break, and there will be a college football league, and there's still going to be six divisions. You're you're not going to just have one league. How how dense is that? I'm not calling the texter dense because a lot of people say that, but it's just flat out wrong. It, it's wrong. They're going to kill the ACC. Before twenty thirty six, why? That just from just think, people, just think what you're saying. The ESPN can pay ACC schools thirty six million dollars for the next fourteen years, or they can pay them SEC money. Why? It it is bad business. For ESPN to pay everyone eighty million dollars, there's always going to be a lower level. Always. Just think, people. And the difference between eighty and fifty, and, and again, this athletic budget doesn't. Is the T is Dustin wombo giving you the TV payout? Do do people just forget about the Fearless Champion campaign? Like, everything comes from donors. That money runs the athletic department. That TV payout runs the athletic department. You just got a $200 million pledge to to redo the South Ends. Like... They just think, people, you can do it from the Big 12. Quit being so defeatist and sad and little puppy dog that you can't do it from here. What do they say for Texas Tech? From here it's possible? Do you not believe that? If you want to be an SEC fan so bad, go be a Longhorn. Go find an SEC team. I'll stay in the Big 12 and be happy. And dominate it. Instead of just being a jag. Just another team. In the SEC. I'll make a brand here. More best moments from 2022. Uh, It's an L. But Bryson Williams performance in Lawrence stuck with me. Another text to the basketball win against UT and Lubbock was pretty awesome. This texture sweeping Chris Beard was the best thing since the final four. Beating number one Baylor and Waco with a shorthanded roster is pretty high for me. That is an underrated moment for sure. Uh, outside of Texas Tech, seeing Messi finally win the World Cup, not necessarily an Argentina or Messi fan, but the culmination of his career, 17 years, pretty incredible. It is incredible. Uh, this texture throwing a certain quarterback a beer from the top of a shipping container. Favorite moment the Bijan fumble in overtime. Great moment. Bills Chiefs playoff game last year. Yes, that was in 2022. Yes, the Fearless Champions campaign is over, and then you just got a $200 million pledge. Like, if you want to be sad that you're not in the SEC, be sad. But you can't make me be sad. You will never change my mind that it's better for Texas Tech to be in the SEC. You will never change my mind. And you know what? Right now, I'm going to work my butt off to make 60 or $70 million in the Big 12 because I can. And Brett, your mark is leading you into the future. Again, if you want to be sad that you're not in the SEC, go chant SEC with somebody else. I'll care about Texas Tech. I'll worry about Texas Tech. All right, we'll see you tomorrow on the Radio Land, 11 a.m. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.